Welcome to Behind the Wall with Eric Levine. I'm Eric Levine, your host. Um, first, I want to thank all those people who have been listening to the podcast. I really appreciate the love and support. I appreciate you following it. I appreciate the feedback which you've been sending me on Instagram, and and definitely feel like there's a, a connection to some of the things that uh, I've been talking about. So today, I'm going to talk about. I don't know what the hell I'm talking. Let me look at the book. I think let's talk about life lessons. Um, I don't know. Let's see. What should I do? You know, this is like a half-assed jump in after a busy day. All right. Well, you know, let's talk about a few things. I'm going to start with um, the old phrase, not my chair, not my problem. Uh, you know, there's this... It's a crazy world we live in, as we all know. Um, lots of blame, people pointing fingers, people wanting to uh, be angry and to be upset and be scared. Uh, but once you start to stop listening to the white noise and you start to pay attention to your own shit, um, I think it's kind of interesting because you'll start to own your own shit. You'll start to, you know... Call yourself out on it. Like, I'm doing the 75 hard, and, and I'm working out every day. And there are times where I go through a rep and a set, and I hear that little thing in my head. Most of the time, it's Andy Frisella. Uh, one more. One more. You did shit. It wasn't good enough. So I go back, and I redo it again. Um, that's that's owning your shit. Um, something coming out of my kitchen and sending it back to one of my cooks because it wasn't exactly right. That's owning my shit. Uh, taking responsibility for your words and your actions, uh, the negative ones, uh, that's owning your shit. And once you become transparent and once you become self-aware, that's where you'll start owning your shit and, and owning uh, the things you say and do. And, it, you know, it's, it, you wind up stopping with the excuses and kind of looking at yourself in the mirror. And I've talked about this before. Looking at yourself in the mirror and are you doing enough? Are you influencing enough? Are you paying attention enough to what people are saying? Or are you just myopic and looking at the floor with your head to the, you know, looking down and not paying attention to everything around you while life is going on? Pointing fingers and laying blame instead of, you know, looking at what things are in life. You know, you have to start looking at things in the what's in it for me mindset. Uh, what, you know, what's in it for me with the things that I do? And, and I don't mean not paying attention to other people, but you have to make sure that you're whole before you can start helping others. And for me, you know, I posted today about smiling and the smile is for me. Uh, yeah, it's influenced by certain things where I am in life, ha the happiness I feel, the balance I feel for once, uh, you know, but what's in it for me when I do something? Is it, is it self-indulging or is it helping others? So that could be a what's in it for me. I want to help others. I want people to rise up and, and grow and become better. So that's the what's in it for me with a lot of the things that I do. And I take action. It's all action. It's not just words. I don't just put shit on a plate um, and, and just be self-absorbed. My intent is to always help others. And I do that uh, with the most strength that I have. I don't want it ever it be something that I do for me just for me because that's 
not where I'm at in life. I don't need a lot. And I, and I think that once you become self-aware, yeah, money matters. Money pays the bills. Money gives you the things, you know, the little things you want in life. But money doesn't make you a better person. It certainly doesn't make you better looking unless you have surgery. And that's a whole other, uh, a whole other thing. But once you start to look at the what's in it for me and realize it's really for others and what you could do for others, I think that's magic. That's fucking lightning in a bottle where you can just have those moments of clarity um, and and use it to kind of think about like think of it as your mantra. You know, everything you do, what's in it for me? But it's not for yourself. It's for helping others. That's enough. Uh, that could be enough if you allow it to be. You know, it's it's always the things that you do, and you always have to be on the attack. You always have to be ready for you know basically anything. Um, the preparation that you have, you know, the the war within yourself, uh, because like we know, war is war, and it could be with yourself, it could be with you know with whatever you're fighting. But once you go to battle, and once you go into that zone of of self awareness, um, be relentless, battle hard. Uh, don't make excuses. And that goes back to not my chair, not my problem. You know, you could point the finger at somebody, um, but like one of my old business partners says, every time you point a finger at somebody, you have three pointing right, right back at you. So right now I know a couple of you are looking at your hand, you're pointing at a finger, and you're going, holy shit, he's right. Well, you know what? Yeah. You point a finger at others, three are pointing right back at you. It's a thing. It's an actual thing. How many just did that? I know you did. I see it. Um, but being relentless on yourself and being relentless in all the things that you do, know uh, when to wait, know when to attack, have patience, um, be thought-provoking. Don't just say shit just to say shit. There's enough people who do that out there. You know, once you're dealing um, with stress in your life, you, you have to stop. You have to pause. And, and, and how do you deal with the stress? Is it a walk? Is it drinking water? Is it... Um, Meditating, meditation never works for me because my brain doesn't allow it. Um, but how do you deal with that that stress of life? Um, how do you deal with the things that are around you? And everyone has a different method. For me, it's my working out. It is my reading. Um, it is sometimes just sitting alone and just letting my head clear out for a minute. Uh, most of the time, I dive into work. Most of the time, I'll just you know let me prep, let me cook, let me just do what I do in the creative process. Uh, for me, that helps, but that's for me. It's not for everybody, you know, because I'm I'm a I'm a work machine, <laughs> as as some of you know who know me. Um, but dealing with that stress is important. You you know, you can't get to that next level for you if you're dealing with stress all the time. And sometimes it's getting people out of your life, and sometimes it's it's extracting yourself out of the situation. You know, you got to be strong enough in your mind to say this isn't working for me. This is not where I need to be. I don't need to have other people's drama uh, get in my way. So here's a perfect example. When I was going through cancer, I had a lot of people calling me and, and asking me if I'm okay and checking in on me, which is all out of love. The challenge for me was that it just kept compounding the stress of going through cancer. And I learned that for me, the way to deal with it was I had to block everybody out. So I told people, stop calling me. I didn't answer the call. I just focused on what worked for me. That was how I dealt with it. And, you know, people talk about communication. And, yes, 100%, communication is, is, is the death of most relationships, whether it be friends or family or loved ones, uh, spouses, 
um, partners in business, once you stop the communication, uh, that next level of stress begins. And you don't need that in your life. Sometimes you have to cut out splinters. Sometimes you have to walk away. Um, I've walked away from some situations that I created and it was the best thing. And sometimes I walked away from situations that just weren't ideal for me. So if I'm focusing on the better me, the bigger me, the, the stronger me, if something's in my way constantly and I can't get through to it or around it or over it or under it, um, and you've done everything you can and you can look at yourself honestly in the face and say, I have put every effort into this or I've looked in the mirror and see what my faults are so I could eat that shit and own that shit and then work on the bigger problem, which is us. Most people can't do that because most people's egos get in the way and they become solid in their fight and they don't see any other reason. So like in, in, in martial arts, um, you're taught that you know the first move is the loser. And most of the time that happens. That happens in business. You make the first move and you're, you're so anxious to attack that you don't think um, you lose. You're in an argument, a heated argument with someone you care about. And instead of stopping and listening, you go on the defense. Um, that never happens. That never wins. No one ever wins from that shit. It's knowing when to stop and listen. Stop with excuses. Look at yourself in the mirror and am I doing everything right? Am I doing enough? Sometimes you got to give a little bit more than take. Sometimes you got to compromise. Yeah, fucking compromise. How hard is that? Sometimes it's just listening to the other person and let them talk. Get it out before you jump in. Let them speak and listen. Your, your opinion is your opinion. If they have something to say that they feel is important, let them do it. You know, once again, I'm going to go back to self, um, self-awareness. Once you become self-aware, it's easy to do. But you have to want It's like anything else. You have to want to do that. You have to want to bring that shit to the table. You want to be prepared. And yeah, sometimes a conversation is like a war. Uh, but you have to know what you're fighting for. You have to know if it's worth it. But when you go in and you start yelling and screaming, and like I see protesters now, they just yell things. This doesn't get you anywhere. Get your pepper sprayed in the face. How did that work out? You got nowhere. So if you want to sit and talk, come to the table. You know, you can't just yell and scream all the time and think that's how you're going to win a fight or a war. You know, you have to be able to be patient. You have to be able to focus on what the situation is. Um, If you haven't read Sun Tzu's uh, Art of War, you should. That'll teach you a lot about patience. That'll teach you a lot about winning a war militarily and personally. When I went through a massive shift in my paradigm, um, I read that book probably 10 times. And every time I picked up something different because it's focused on war. It's a general's approach to war and how sometimes you can win a war without throwing a punch or shooting a gun or throwing that arrow. Um, It's about those little steps. Sometimes patience is the winning tool. But you will never be patient if you're not self-aware. And you need to be self-aware. That's how you win battles every day with yourself. And when I talk about fighting, most of the time it's fighting with yourself. Or for me, it was fighting my demons. It was fighting the my own head and my own ego till I learned to become self-aware that it made sense. That holy shit. Look at what I was doing. Backing myself into a corner. And then anyone who challenged me, I came out swinging. And when I came out swinging, I did a lot of damage. And that didn't help anybody. 
it didn't help me certainly. It just for the moment it made me feel like I was the bigger person, the stronger person, the smarter person. It wasn't long term effective. Short term maybe, but not even then. So once you start to, you know, you look at things through your own glass and, and, and your own from your own perspective, um, think about how it impacts you. Think about how it impacts the people around you. Uh, the what's in it for me part of paying it forward. You know, do you do things because? Do you think it would, do you do it without want? Because when you can pay it forward to people, and you don't need anything in return. That's where the magic happens. A hundred percent of the time, I am proof fucking positive that that happens. It's all the little things that you need to do in life uh, to get you to that next level. And I hope that some of the things I talked about today. Uh, will help you. I hope you'll listen to it uh, a few times, and I hope you'll kind of gravitate towards the message of the overall. So again, it's you know the the ability to say not my chair, not my problem, but step back from it and realize you can't make excuses for people or yourself. Uh, stop pointing the fingers at others and look at yourself in the mirror. Uh, you know, look at things from a what's in it for me without making it about your ego but about paying it forward. How, what's in it for me so I can help others move forward. Um, you know, use that and create a mantra for yourself with everything you do. Have a few things that stick in your brain, like your checklist. You know, is this, is this going to be a good thing? Um, how does it help others? Uh, how could I influence others by my behavior? Um, am I ready for anything? Am I ready for war? Am I ready uh, to be relentless in my battle? Those are the interesting things and tactics that you need to have. And you need to know patience. Again, coming back to patience. People talk about it all the time. You don't have to run all the time. There's that old story that the, uh, the grandfather cow and the, you know, the little cow, grandson cow on the top of the hill and the little cow says, Hey, Grandpa, let's run down and fuck that. No, sorry, the bull. You see, I fucked that up. Remember how I told you in the past my brain goes all over the place? So there's this grandpa bull and a baby bull up on the top of the hill, and they see a little cow down there, and the cow goes, little baby cow goes, hey, grandpa, let's go down, run down this hill and fuck that cow. And then the grandpa, the grandpa cow goes, why don't we stroll down there and fuck them all? Right? So I fucked that up. But it's okay. That's why I like to do this podcast, because it's me. It's natural. It's normal, at least for me. Um... Yeah, but that's about it for me for today. You know, and the next um, next one I'm going to do is probably talking about dealing with trauma uh, and, and some really heavy stuff. Not to make it heavy, but to give some hope. All my messages are about hope and wanting you to be positive and, and take a next level and being a better you. And, and for those, and I want to preach it again, for those who are looking for that, you should really check out Andy Frisella um, on his podcast, uh, Real AF. Uh, you should check out Ed Milet because uh, they've influenced me a lot. Uh, definitely tr- check out, if you haven't done 75 Hard, listen to my episode of 75 Hard and you'll learn a lot. Or go to 75hard.com. Uh, so if you're a first-time listener, please follow me. I hope you'll enjoy the other podcasts. I'm going to have some other guests on real soon. Um, and listen, all feedback is appreciated. Uh, my Instagram at L. And you can in, you can send me a message. Tell me you hate it. Tell me it sucks. Tell me it's awesome. Tell me you want to, me to talk about a specific topic. Whatever. 
you know, I love doing this. There's nothing, it's the only thing that's in it for me is helping others. I don't get paid for this. Um, I don't have sponsors. I just want to help others because I've been down some holes before and I figured what better to share is than in your own experience, in your own words, with your own life experience and nightmares and fun and awesome. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for you today. So God bless you. Thank you for coming to Behind the Wall. And uh, like I always say, fire it up, kids. See you soon.